0: Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Hmm. Today is Friday. (laughs) I know that much. What else is it, Jeffy? It is January 3rd. Welcome to 2020. I did try to podcast yesterday. I drove in for Rider Coffee and did a commute podcast, and then um, I messed it up. I I didn't do it right, so it's uh, gone forever. am sorry about that. I thought about re-recording it in the afternoon, but I was pretty brain-dead by then. I was done working, and that didn't come out very well either, so I discarded it. Oh, so, that's where we are. <clears throat> I'm back to drinking soy milk in my latte and not loving it um i guess i could try david's almond milk and see maybe i'll try that on the next round see how i like that better um i was kind of going off of the half and half since we're not doing keto so much and that felt like a lot of calories but now i kind of miss my half and half latte <clears throat> can not win can we <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm definitely deep into book brain. I've been working on the book, uh, since, well, for a week now, since I got back from Tucson from Christmas, I, uh, did not get any words done on it. Well, it's all kind of blurring now. Maybe it was last Sunday. I think I only got a little bit done on it on Sunday. But the good news is it's so close. It is almost done. Um, I basically just have to wind up the last few scenes. Of course, I've been saying that for a long time, haven't I? I feel like I've been saying that for like a month now. It's funny. I was looking up when um, I sent the book to Marcella for feedback. And that was on December 9th. Because as I was revising, I am d- done revising everything I'd written. But as I was revising, I was thinking, oh, well, she commented on this. She commented on this. And she's, you know, this was all written <laughs> when I sent it to her. So I actually haven't made any progress at all since December 9th. But then I realized that I'd written like 10,000 words since then. So probably it does count. And it's a lot tighter. That's so all- lot cleaner so now I just need to finish finish um yeah so it's funny because I had a dream last night I had long complex dreams last night which is a symptom of me uh writing on the books That means I'm pretty deep into it when I have these sort of long chains of dreams, sort of like my mind keeps working, not necessarily about the book, sometimes about the book, but not necessarily. But I dreamed last night that I was back in grad school, which is one of my dreams. It's not really an anxiety dream, although there are anxiety components, Um. And I'm not sure I would call it necessarily a stress dream, but it's definitely a dream about being working hard and feeling overwhelmed. And for some reason, the dream dug up this memory of how I would go down to the science library in the basement of the zoology and physiology building. I liked that library. There was great stuff in that library. And I like libraries anyway. And I would sort of periodically you know, go down and I would look up all the new papers on my topic in the various journals. And I would Xerox them. Um, you know, because this is, of course, the 80s, and that was what we did. You know, things weren't digital. We didn't read on anything digital. So, you know, you would have the journals that the, library got in. And so then I would make Xerox copies and then I would pile them up and my advisor would read some of them. But I remember I would pile them up and not read them. That it would, even though I would, all these things that would look interesting. And then I would never read them. It became one more thing to do. And in my dream last night, that memory kind of popped up, but then also that I was in this new place and that no one had taught me how to <clears throat> look up the papers. Like they had this different filing system, a different keyword system, and like there wasn't... I can't even remember what I used then, although part of me clearly remembers it, where there would be... Um, why do we use like Nexus or something like that? So we did have enough computer for that. Um, and so you would do these keyword searches, but this new place I was in did not have the same keyword search ability. And people were asking me why hadn't I found these papers, and and I was saying because no one ever taught me how to use this thing. I don't. I keep asking, and no one will show me where the index is. And then I was thinking to myself, but you know, I just stack them up and never read them anyway. <laughs> Uh there were other there was other stuff in the dream. I don't remember all that much more about it, but I think I was thinking a whole lot about it's probably like wrestling the project right wrestling the major project and getting it done uh, also th- thinking about getting the. The day job again and was talking with someone about it yesterday and and she was asking if I wanted to do the environmental consulting again or and I was telling her about some of my science background and you know it's it's funny you know she said well do you want to do the science again I'm like "Eh." you know there was the thing was is I loved science I really did there were I loved the exploration and the curiosity of it. But I like being in the creative fields, too. So, not a clear answer to that. I um, Yesterday, I did get to listen to Leslie Penelope's podcast on the RWA situation. And I'll, I'll link to it in the show notes. She uh, called it Caught in a Bad Romance. And it's a longer episode for her. But I really enjoyed her insights. And she has a very measured way of looking at things that I found um, very relaxing. It kind of helped me, helped talk me out of my particular tree as well. I was um, really amused at her story about telling her family about the sort of the origin of the the problem and the book that Courtney Milan was criticizing on Twitter and how that she had called out the book for being racist, and the first thing her family said was, "Well, was it <laughs> was the book racist and and I commented we chatted a little bit online and I commented on that that it made me laugh, and she said, "Well, you know the thing is, is that the the people who are old enough to remember the Jim Crow laws have a really different perspective, and I could totally see that. Uh, she had also mentioned, I think it was in a previous podcast where she was talking about an interview with Abby Cornish, where Abby said that she um, they asked her about dealing with microaggressions in the workplace, and Abby Cornish didn't know, had never heard the term microaggression before, or no? What did Leslie say? Um, she said that uh like Abby replied, something like, Well, that microaggression was just what we used to call day daily life. And you know, it's funny because my mom will say things like that. She'll say, Well, when did this become such a big deal? And, you know, when did it become Well, I'm I'm trying to like not say some of the things she says. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> But you know, where she'll she'll say, "Yeah, well, when we were kids, this wasn't a thing." And I pointed out to her at one point that um, I said, "You know, it was a thing. You just weren't aware of it." And and that's a huge difference. And I think that that is the thing to keep in mind is that people are really excuse me just said. Am I done? Maybe... <gasps> no! Okay, there we go. <laughs> Apparently I am allergic to microaggressions. Allergic to um, the language we used to describe these things. But... Anyway, I've tried to explain, you know, that we are trying to be more aware and trying to not cause other people harm. And if you yourself have not experienced harm, then it's it's harder to understand that. But Leslie um, had a great quote that she referenced, and I asked her for the full thing. And she sent me the full thing, but I still love the short bit, and it's by Haruki Murakami, who said, pain is inevitable, suffering is optional. And I think that that is really important to remember Um, I think we need to make a real effort not to cause other people pain and we also need to make an effort not to harm other people's careers which is the point of writing organizations right we're in this to lift each other up not to trump each other down but I thought her bringing that up was very helpful to me because um, I have been upset about this situation and whether I not, whether or not I suffer over it is up to me that um, I can feel the pain, but I don't necessarily have to suffer. And that's helpful. I also don't have to look at Twitter, <laughs> which is a good start or uh Marcella Bernard has a great post on the SFF7 today. I'll link to that as well with her thoughts on the RWA situation. And she references some of the Facebook pages that are just total cesspools. You know, and there are a lot of people who are who are doubling down and saying, you know, that... I don't know. I don't know what all they're saying. I did see one post to RWA where someone gave an alternate view to this kerfuffle basically saying that you know, that RWA had taken the right actions and that Courtney was wrong and that these books aren't racist and that's not fair to call people racist for something they wrote in the 90s and that their careers are being harmed. And so it's all all a real muddle. But for me, the clear parts are that the board acted inappropriately. The board and staff bypassed policies and procedures. And... That's where we're going to have to start with resolving this situation. But I'm not going to worry about that right now because I'm going to finish my book. I uh, have an evil high priestess to defeat still. So I hope that you all have a wonderful Friday and a wonderful weekend. For many of you, it'll be uh, the last weekend of the holiday before you dive back to work in earnest on Monday. Um, and welcome to 2020. I a lot of people have done wonderful end of 2019 year-end wrap-ups and beginning of 2020 thoughts, and I haven't because I'm clearly still attached to 2019 because I haven't finished the book I started there and hope to have out in 2019. <laughs> so I think... Um, I'm not yet in a place where I can evaluate and then turn around and look forward. Although I did make a list of resolutions, not resolutions, plans for going forward. Um, I'd had a list of goals on my my big Excel workshop. My, it, I call it my to-do list, but there's a lot more to the workbook than that. But I do have a list of goals. And uh, some of the goals I made last January, um, I ended up, saying you know i did this and and it's handled i put some new systems into place for handling things like email and my to-do list and those worked so i'm happy with that it was kind of cool to be able to sort of retire those and say okay continue with current system and i've implemented um, a few new sops (laughs) so we shall um well, wind up there I will mention that first cup of coffee is part of the Folic podcast network and you can find more podcasts that you will love about love in at uh, folic.media slash podcasts and I will talk to you all on Monday take care bye bye